welcome to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. I am your host, Makeba Giles. Here we share information and resources for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to help families live an inspired lifestyle and encourage healthy living. Thank you for joining us. You may not think dementia only happens to people over 60, but a rare health condition known as FTD strikes people in their early 40s and 50s. FTD, or frontal temporal dementia, is a rare neurodegenerative disease that is most common form of dementia among people under 60. Because people with this disease may act out of character or display indifference, FTD is commonly misdiagnosed as mental illness. Joining me now during World FTD Awareness Week to talk more about the symptoms, diagnosis, and testing is cognitive neurologist Dr. Andrea Bozalski, Division Chief and Professor of Memory and Cognitive Disorders at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, along with Susan Dickinson, CEO of the Association for Frontal Temporal Degeneration, or AFTD. AFTD's mission is to improve the quality of life of people affected by FTD and drive research to a cure. Thanks for having us. It's uh, a pleasure to be here. Yes, now Dr. Um, Bozowski, tell us more about FTD. Tell us um, what exactly is it and how will people know if they have it? Sure. So that, um, that long word neurodegenerative um, means that this is a disease that causes loss of brain cells uh, uh, over time. That's the progressive part. And it happens first and foremost in the front part of the brain. That's the frontotemporal part of the name. So um, as you said, it is unusual. It can impact uh, people as early as their mid-40s. So most of the time, it affects people in their 50s and 60s when the symptoms first show up. Um, and while it is a very rare disease overall, it is the most common form of dementia in people under 60. Um, and I just want to say here that dementia is an umbrella term for a set of symptoms that can be caused by many different specific diseases. Uh, and dementia looks different in those different diseases. So like in Alzheimer's, the first symptom of dementia is usually the memory loss, whereas in FTD, um, the earliest changes are often to a person's like behavior or personality, um, and then later it affects their reasoning and their judgment, planning, uh, their ability to organize information, sometimes their speech and language, uh, occasionally even their movement. So it does look different from some other forms of dementia. Yes, now Susan, um, we know the doctor just mentioned some of the um, symptoms that can occur. Tell us, um, as a loved one or caretaker of someone, what are some other red flags that people should look for um, as signs of possible FTD? Sure. So it, it's admittedly a confusing array of symptoms. Um, it may look like somebody uh, starting to make mistakes or missing deadlines at their job, showing poor judgment, where in the past they've perhaps done very well. At home, it can look like somebody who's been a very affectionate parent or spouse, 
starting to show a lack of interest in family activities or maybe just being having no motivation, not being able to get out of, out of bed or off the couch. Um, somebody who exhibits the language symptoms can start having trouble putting words together into meaningful sentences or even lose the meaning of common words like car or table. Um, as I said, these are all very confusing, kind of disorienting symptoms. Um, and because FTD is not very common, most doctors don't know about it. And so it can take, on average, up to three and a half years to get the accurate diagnosis. Wow, that's interesting information. And thanks for sharing those um, symptoms to look out for. Now, uh, we know that the best approach or the first step is to talk to a neurologist, um, or a healthcare provider, but tell us, um, both of you, there are some treatment options available for FTD. Um, can you share a little bit more about those and how would someone take that first step to open that conversation with their neurologist or healthcare provider? Sure. Um, so absolutely. When I see patients, um, I ask that a family member or friend come with you. Um, and that's because lots of people with dementia really have lost their insight into the fact that they have a problem. So they can't really accurately uh, describe for me what has changed, um, whereas that family member can. And, you know, in my office I rely on uh, some additional supportive tests to distinguish between uh, this kind of a neurologic problem and a psychological one. So I do brain scans like MRI and um, something called a PET, which can look at the functions of the brain uh, and, and look to see where the brain is less active in that front area. Um, and then uh, my office also does a lot of genetic testing since that can help with the diagnosis as well. You know, Susan, do you want to talk more about that? Sure. So, so what we know is um, in the majority of people with FTD, we still don't know why they get it, what causes it. But in about 20 to 30 percent of people, we find that they do have a genetic change or mutation. Um, in these families, you see FTD being inherited from one generation to the next, um, which is pretty scary. But we do recommend that everybody who has this diagnosis confer with the genetic counselor and get informed because if you want to know, um, want gene testing and to know your own status, it can be important um, not only to understand the risk to other people in the family, but also because we are starting to see some exciting clinical trials emerge. Um, these trials are testing um, promising new drugs that uh, may be, will hopefully lead to the first approved drugs to actually stop or slow the course of the disease. And uh, for the most part, it is people with these genetic variants who are eligible to participate in these clinical trials. That's good information to hear, to know that there is hope on the horizon. And um, lastly, can both of you Tell us where should people go to learn more information about FTD and to learn more about the latest developments in treatment? Sure. Um, so a new site uh, that's been put together by experts in the field is called learnftd.com. talks about uh, what to look for, what kind of red flags, and then also what to do once you have a diagnosis to get genetic testing or to even enroll in a research study. 
Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And again, that website is learnftd.com. Um, definitely visit the website to learn more about this condition and different signals and signs you may want to look out for, as well as the latest developments in treatment. Thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Brzezowski and Susan. Um, it's been a pleasure, and thank you for sharing this important information with us. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith, Health, and Home digital podcast. For transcripts of this episode and others, visit our website at faithhealthandhome.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you again for joining us.